Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for May 6, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship, and this is part six of the series. I'm titling this History and Destiny. I'm going to talk about your destiny today and how you should not allow your history to derail you from your destiny. So I'll deal with that. But in this series, I'm teaching about being one with God and being one with man and how we're supposed to do both. And the beginning part of this series is all focused on being one with God. Once we get our our vertical relationship right with the Father, then I'll teach on our horizontal relationship with other people. So along those lines, I've been showing you the way that Jesus lived and how Jesus had this intimate relationship with the Father. So we looked at John 5, John 6, John 8, actually two different passages in John 8. Today, we're going to look at John 12. Now, in John 13, Jesus washed his disciples' feet. And then that really kind of began a string of events that led to the cross, right? So in John 12, the text we'll look at this morning, we find Jesus in his last like public um, exchange or public teaching before he went to the cross. So this is John chapter 12. And what I'll quote for you this morning is found in verses 44 to 49. I'm going to be reading from the Passion Bible translation. So the Bible says, that Jesus shouted out passionately. I mean, he was passionate about this. And this is what he said. Jesus said, to believe in me is also to believe in the God who sent me because he saw himself as one with the father. No separation between him and the father. He says, for when you look at me, you are seeing the one who sent me. I have come as light to shine in this dark world so that all who trust in me would no longer wander in darkness. For I am not speaking, he went on to say, as someone who is self-appointed. See, this is this is the key. You, you are not self-appointed. You are not self-made. And, and, and Jesus never taught self-righteousness. He says, I am not speaking as one who is self-appointed. I speak by the authority of the Father himself who sent me and who instructed me in what to say. He was saying, listen, I'm one with the father. The father's one with me. He sent me. I am not self-appointed. I'm speaking with authority because I'm only saying the things that he is telling me to say. There's no disconnect between Jesus and the father. And there's supposed to be no disconnect between us and the father. So what does this mean to you today, this Monday morning? I have four things to share with you. That's going to set the tone for the week. I'm talking about fellowship with the father. Open up your heart now to what God is saying. You ready? Four things. Number one, Jesus made it clear time and time again that he was not self-appointed, self-directed, or self-made. He only said what the father told him to say. He only did what the father led him to do. And this is a picture of how you and I are supposed to live. We're supposed to live the same way. Number two, Jesus had no problem with saying that he was one with the father. He said, when you look at me, you are actually seeing the one who sent me. This is John chapter 12. Later, we'll see in John 14 that he got upset with one of his disciples when the disciple said, show me the father. He said, show what? What are you talking about? I've been with you all this time. You're talking about show me the father. If you see me, you've seen the father. Jesus was so close to the father, even in human form, that he saw himself as the visible 
expression of an invisible God. And that's how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to see ourselves as a visible expression of an invisible God. That's the type of intimacy that is available to us. And if we ever develop that intimacy with the Father, then we will also develop our confidence in Him. And faith is all about confidence. So you can't really live by faith if you don't know God, like if you don't have a relationship with him. What I'm teaching right now is not really a sermon or a teaching. It's a lifestyle. It's a way to live. Jesus, when you have this type of intimacy, you can have that type of confidence to live the way that Jesus lived. Jesus was completely confident that the Father was with him every step of, of every day. Jesus was completely confident that when he laid hands on the sick, that they were going to recover. He was completely confident that the Father would give him the words and he would perform the work. He was completely confident, and that's how you're supposed to be. Your relationship with the Father should be so close that as you walk into every meeting, every conversation, all the activity you engage in today and this week, maybe you have a big opportunity this week. Maybe you know this is a big opportunity for your business. Or, or, or a big opportunity in, in school or whatever it is that you do, let, whatever it is, you have like a, something big is on your calendar this week. And because of your relationship with the Father, you can walk into that meeting with confidence, knowing that God is on you and in you and with you and for you. Your fellowship with the Father develop, helps you to develop your confidence in Him. Number three, when you fellowship with the Father in a truly intimate and personal way, then you can get to the point where you actually see yourself in him and you see him in you. And this is the goal. Once again, the goal is for you to see yourself as the visible expression of an invisible God that you are going into this day and the world is going to see Jesus and they will see him in me. The world is going to hear Jesus and they will hear him in the words that I say. The, the world is going to experience Jesus and they will experience Jesus when they come in contact with me. That's how we're supposed to live, right? This is the type of intimacy and fellowship. And then um, number four, and finally on the number four, I have a, a, a bunch of stuff to say about this last point, but the last point is don't let your history derail you from your destiny. And 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 I'll share something that Bishop T.D. Jake said that really kind of led to this last and final point. But before you came to God, let, let me paint the picture. Before you came to God, you lived a certain way. For me, I was 23 years old. And so I was raised in East New York, Brooklyn. I'm of Dominican uh, a, a, and a child of immigrants from the Dominican Republic. So I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I lived a certain way. I had a certain attitude, a certain bravado about myself, you know, a certain mindset. And so I'm sure, yeah, you're not a Dominican kid from Brooklyn more than likely, but you had your own, you know, mindset, you know, bravado, all of that, whatever it is that you had. But when you came to God, you lived a certain way. Now, once you're born again, Everything is supposed to change, right? Because the moment that you're born again, the moment that you give your life to Christ, at that moment, the, the Bible teaches us that we are actually dead in Christ. The problem is that we don't know how to live like who we are. We are dead men walking, but we just don't realize it yet. And so there's still too much of us in the way. Although we're dead in Christ, we don't know how to die. We don't know how to actually live as dead in Christ. So the Bible says that everything is new. All things have been made new, but we don't know how to live in this new reality because we don't know anything yet. We just got saved. We just got born again. We got. We have to be taught. Salvation is instantaneous, but living out our salvation and pursuing our God-given destiny, it takes a lifetime. It takes a lifetime of dying to sin and self and Satan. It takes a lifetime to become the man, the woman that you are called and destined and designed and God desires for you to be. So salvation is 
instantaneous, but becoming who you were destined to be, it takes a lifetime of evolving and growing and dying and fellowshipping and enjoying God. So in this series, I'm giving you picture after picture after picture of what it looks like to have a true and intimate relationship, fellowship with the Father. But if before you came to God, you were like me and you saw God as some sort of higher power that ruled over you and over the world and that you were afraid of God and afraid of the upcoming judgment day, right? Then listen, if you still see God that way, you're going to have a hard time fellowshipping with him. Your mind has to be renewed in order to see God as loving and caring and sharing heavenly father. God is your father a real father, and he wants to commune with you. And, 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 and it's hard sometimes for you to picture or fathom that the God who sits on the circle of the earth literally longs for you. He dearly wants to commune with you in fellowship. So if you don't change your image of God, it's going to be difficult for you to want to spend quality time with him because fear and love can't dwell in the same space, right? So if you truly open up your heart to God's love, then you'll discover what John said in John 1 John 4 18, that perfected love cast out all fear. You got to get to the point where, look, you can't be afraid of God because if you're afraid of God, you're not going to, you're not going to have intimate fellowship with him. So perfected love casts out all fear. When you open up your heart to the love of God, then the love of God is going to cast out that fear. So let me get to the, the point of what I was talking about, you know, about this thing that I heard Bishop T.D. Jake say. So the goal is to see yourself as one with God. The goal is to be so close to God that you talk to him every second of every day, that you're walking with him and he's walking with you and that you are engaging him and everything that you do in life and, and you want him to be your life, right? So, so you want to live the life that he destined for you to have. But here's the danger. The danger is in allowing your past image of God to hold you back. So Bishop T.D. Jake said, if you're not careful, your destiny is going to die and your history is going to kill it. So he's saying your history can assassinate your destiny. Your history can hold you back. Your history can hold you back from your destiny if you don't release it. You must release the old image that you had of God so that you can embrace the new. Please open up your heart to God's love. Open up your heart to God's best. Open up your heart to true and intimate fellowship with him. And if you do, your life will never be the same because you will, you will come in contact with God. He will come in contact with you and you will live with him every second of every day. And that is the goal. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you now to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart, lift up your voice and say this, say, Father, I thank you for teaching me the importance of true and intimate fellowship with you. By faith, I declare that I no longer see you as a disconnected God who rules from heaven with a heavy hand. I see you as a loving, caring, and sharing heavenly father who lives in my heart. I am in you and you are in me. I love you and you love me. As much as I long for you, father, it pales in comparison to how much you long for me. So from now on, I shall fellowship with you every day. I'm not self-appointed, self-directed, or self-made. My life now is birthed out of my fellowship with you. I will no longer allow my history to keep me from my destiny. I launch out to live 
as the man I was born to live and destined to be. I do so knowing that you are in me and with me every step of the way. My life now flows out of my fellowship with my father. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, go into this day, believe in God to have fellowship with him, get close to him and allow him to be close to you. I love you and God loves you. Launch into this day. Spend time with the father and talk to him every second of the day. And please do me a favor before you leave the screen, hit the share button, share this on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Have an amazing day and an amazing week. God bless you.